Kamenetsky Brothers in for Sedano is on vacation. Uh, Errol Spence, Sean Porter had their press conference today for their September 28th fight at Staples Center. They were interviewed here at the studio by Michael Thompson and DeMarco Farr. We got the Spence interview coming up later in the show. Right now, though, Farr, Thompson, and Sean Porter. We are here now with uh, WBC welterweight champion Sean Porter, who's 32-1 and one and backs down from no man. This man fights with a lot of hearts. He reminds me of Joe Frazier. You ever heard of Joe Frazier, Sean Porter? Uh, of course I have. That's, right. That's what you remind me of. Or <laughs> young Roberto, if I haven't. Or young Roberto Duran. You know, uh, yeah. DeMarco Farr, when you get into the ring with this guy, you yeah. are gonna, you're going to have a tough night because he does not take a backward step. Quick, oh, yeah. quick exactly. story. Quick yeah. story. So I'm from Ohio, uh, Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. They're in our, our regional uh uh, of of amateur boxing and one tournament we had was actually in Philly and Joe Frazier showed up at the tournament and my dad was showing him was showing Joe that he showed me Joe's left hook back you know way back when I was about 10 years old I think and Joe's actually you know we have some pictures of Joe showing me how to throw that hook so uh it's a Leafman left hook and uh you're probably gonna see it on Saturday September 28th we trained that in football we watched that video where he knocked down Ali we use that for tackling. You, same you, arm, same leg. The same the push. The push off. Yeah, yeah. the same stuff. Yeah, and he see? came and spoke to us. Uh, Joe Frazier spoke to us for an hour. I'll never forget it. The funny part about it is people would say, oh, he's just a football player. He he played football. You know, he's rough and he's rugged. And, you know, it's because he's played football. But they don't really recognize the kind of training and things that you do the in football yeah. that translates to boxing and vice versa. You no know? doubt, so man. I, that's what made me the best in, in both sports when I played. We use that, and no kidding, Michael, mm-hmm. all the way to the Super Bowl. That's that amazing. tackling technique. We were the best tackling team, That's and we amazing. used that as a base. Wow. We did. It was amazing. Yeah. So uh-huh. Joe Frazier is yeah. universal yeah, man. everybody in sport. And that's what I'm trying to be, man. I'm trying to be that guy that, you know, I just did a little interview. I want to try to I'm, I want to be the guy that will inspire you to to go on to the next day, motivate you to do something better with your life, you know. So for me, it's not just boxing. For me, it's not just winning belts. For me, it's, you know, a way to, not only to take care of my my family, but a way to take other take care of other people in a, in a fruitful way, you know. Yeah, that's why that, we have yeah. so much respect for you, Sean Porter, because you go out and you search out the toughest fights the toughest opponents of fight and you you have that specialness about you and that's why we love you and respect you so much and follow you so much why it doesn't seem like every boxer has that type of motivation what what's happened to the boxers today uh well let me the the first part of that i think is my dad i think my dad raised me in a way that i just never backed down from any any challenge anybody uh we talked about football a little bit ago i i was eight years old playing on the team with the 10 year olds you know my dad always made sure not only was i my best but i was put up and i had the, the hardest and toughest obstacles in front of me i think he just knew that eventually i would lead the life of someone who had to take on big challenges you know i think other fighters they protect um themselves they protect their careers and protect and, that and, their, and their and their yeah and their oh, records yeah. and i think that sometimes you this is a fact sometimes guys just wait on other guys to knock other guys off you know mm-hmm. so people's like okay if i if i wait in the background and you know sean porter knock off errol spence and nobody's gonna talk about him for a little while then i can fight you right. know so or then i'll fight sean porter you know so that's the way it goes man but at the end of the day man we got a great fight with myself and and errol spence and uh i think both of us are two guys that will not back down from a challenge now errol, errol spence has an impressive resume he went to england beat kell brook he beat up mikey garcia who we think is one of the best pound for pound fighters but you said that 
Errol's never faced a fighter like you. Right. What do you mean by that? Well, what I mean by that is, you know, a lot of a lot of things you got in his fight with with uh, with Killbrook in terms of Kill being able to punch him from the outside, control the distance as long as he as long as he did until uh, until he you know started really getting touched and knocked out. I can do those things. Not only that, I can take a punch and I can return a punch. You know, a lot of, like you saw Mikey earlier on in the fight. He was boxing. He was using the ring and he was turning Errol Spence. I can do those things. You know, but I can also turn you and then come right at you with some aggression get to your body you know so i think there's a combination that comes from sean porter that not many people know how to get ready for and i think that you know you really never have that experience until you're in the ring with me no doubt uh if i could put lyrics to you boxing it would be like i can give a damn what you think (laughs) this fight the way i want to fight oh man yeah that's perfect is that right that's perfect that's what i get that's perfect so my whole thing is i want to control this fight from the beginning to the end. And not only that, I want to take away anything you do well and make you uncomfortable. And that it really just became a part of who I am. And I, it's, it's crazy that it just, I think I started to see the kind of way I was manipulating guys and making them turn the way I wanted them to turn, throw the punches I want them to, to throw and so on and so forth. Really is a, I have a style that's it's really manipulative. And I think that, the, you know, that's not a word you really often hear in boxing, yeah. but it's a, it's a way to control someone. That's what manipulation is, you know? So as long as I can control you, as long as I can control the win, I, the ring, I win the fight. See, this is why I pay for fights. This is why I pay to see you fight. I want to see what that looks like. I want to see what Errol Spence looks like yeah. when he's not in control of the yeah. fight. Yeah. I want to see what that looks like. And that's what makes this fight sellable and, 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 and even watchable because you again you and the, the best part about it is it doesn't take me saying Errol Spence hasn't been in the ring with anyone like me you can watch me fight and see that he's never been in the ring with anyone like me and it will spark something in your mind thinking okay well I want to see this just to see how Errol Spence handles this I think he's gonna win I know he's gonna win but I just want to see how he's gonna handle this you know and it, does he have a weakness it, that it you makes see it you, intriguing does you know he have a weakness he's gonna exploit I'm, I'm gonna exploit I think if the weakness is gonna reside in the mind mm, I think that yeah. that's that's where we're gonna really have to attack you're right because I know? get tired of fighting you you don't stop coming <laughs> I mean, it's like, yeah. geez, Sean, take a break. Yeah, yeah. I've had plenty of guys, you know, after after it's done, years after we fought, you know, it's like, man, how you keep going? Yeah. Like, I'm like, man, it's what I got to do. Yeah, incredible physical yeah. conditioning. <laughs> I mean, I, I was thinking about this, too. Um, you said you searched out Errol Spence when so many welterweights were avoiding him, but you— you were, you were, he, of course, he says, I want him, but you said, no, I called him out. Yeah. We'll call each other out. You know, first. I, I honestly, I don't think it matters. I think, you know, the thing that, that matters is him saying that nobody wanted to fight him. And mm-hmm. I think that he has really made himself believe that no one wants to fight him. Um, but here you have, you know, he got in the ring with me, and I said, do I look worried? I'm, I'm not worried. Let's do it, you know. But I knew it was going to take some time, you know. So I hope he's not still holding on to the fact that nobody wants to fight him because I'm right here. You guys got egos. Uh, with Floyd Mayweather, yeah. was always about I'm the A side. I'm the A fighter. Yeah. Between you and Errol Spence, is there an A side, B side, or do you guys both see yourselves as I a? think he's got that ego. I think he's got the ego at saying, you know, he's the pay-per-view star. Mm-hmm. He's already done one pay-per-view, so on and so forth. I think that he feels like he's probably the most exciting fighter out there. For me, man, I just like my actions speak, man. And I, and I know that uh, 
more often than not, man, it's gonna it's gonna make everybody happy at the end of the day. I brought this up at Errol Spence early, and he sort of agreed with me. Back in the eighties, you too young. You remember the eighties? You remember the Welto? Well, yeah, go ahead. You remember? He does you, this see, all the time. Yeah, you, yeah, yeah. you, you got to go YouTube to go see Sugar Ray Leonard, Tommy Hearns, Wilfred <laughs> yeah, Benitez, dude. and Roberto Duran. Yeah, but so but I had but I had a v- VHS. Okay, so okay, so it's in the eighties. I'm right there. I'm bringing it up yeah. because in the eighties we had a four headed monster, just like we have now with yes, you sir. and Errol, yes, Manny Pacquiao, and uh, who am I missing? Oh, Terrence Crawford, right? Yeah. Is that a and, big four? Would you put that's the big four. I would say that that's, that's the, the four. four. That's the big I mean, four. I that's think the even with with Keith Thurman, you know, yeah, he's done. Last okay. fight, he got that, beat. He's done. But yeah. he, he's not a champ. You got you got the belt now. <laughs> but that's the Mount Rushmore, of the welterweight division, right? Yeah, but back in the eighties, man, those great four welterweights said, you know what? Bleep the promoters, bleep mm-hmm, the networks. Mm-hmm. We're gonna talk face to face, and we're gonna fight each other. Now, you and Errol Spence have stepped up and done it, did it. Whoever wins this fight, let's say you win it, are you gonna get on the phone? And talk to the next two welterweights, man to man, and say, hey, I don't care about your promoter. I don't care about the networks. Let's me and you talk. Let's fight. It's done. It's already done. I fight Errol Spence, and I think that Manny Pacquiao is the next fight that makes sense. And then after that? And then after that, myself and Terrence Crawford have had numerous conversations about us fighting and not fighting. So, so Wait, I mean, there's the th- yeah, there's a twist right there. There's a twist. Uh-huh. There's a twist. So, so we everybody talks about the friendship that that I and Errol Spence have, but but mm-hmm. myself and Terrence, we actually do have a friendship. Why do fighters say? And and but here's the thing: him and I have both agreed. Yeah. We said, listen, man, um, if there comes a time where everybody's expecting us to fight, we won't fight unless you say you want to fight me and I want to fight right. you. And after his last fight against Jose Benavidez, mm-hmm. I, I, I was sitting down and I stood up and I thought to myself, wow, I might have to fight this guy. So the next time I seen him was uh, another big fight out in Vegas. And I said, I said, hey, man, you look great in your last fight. He said, yeah, thank you. You know, same old. I said, man, listen, I said, after watching that, we might have to get it on. Wow. And he laughed. He said, man, you know, I got some other, other people I want to take care of first. Yeah, I don't He's, like that. You know, but. When the time comes, we we are two guys who are not afraid to cross that bridge, do whatever it right. takes to make the fight happen. Yeah. We don't care about promoter promoters. We don't care about TV. We care about boxing. Right. We care about our lives and 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 what's gonna make us great. And 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 I think that that's a, that's a blessing that could yeah. be uh, in the future. We can be friends tomorrow. Yeah. Right oh, now, for sure. Throw. For sure. Right, we right. and and we would we would dap up and say, "Hey, man, I see you later. <laughs> I see you in the, in the middle of the ring." <laughs> but right now, I got to do. Yeah, it. man. Now yeah. your dad worked with Errol when he was an amateur, right? Yeah, my dad has done a couple of camps with Errol. He he went to took Errol to Russia and also to uh to the Ukraine. Does your dad give you some secrets about? Uh, him? you know what? The, I think um the number one thing my dad is the insight that my dad has given me so far is just how he how he thinks and how he feels and how he operates mm-hmm. and I think that that is important in a fight you know to know you know when you hit this guy you know my dad said you know when he hit you when you hit him he's gonna want to come right back at you now we know that when we hit him how to play our hand after we hit him you know so it's it's the little things that that people don't see people would, would expect my dad to say well you know when he throws the right hook he brings his hand back to his hip and that's the right time to jump on him like nah sometimes it's not all about what's going on physically but it's about what's going on Mentally, and I think that this fight uh, is just as important to the things that are going on physically and mentally. Have you started dreaming about the fight? Do you for do sure. that for sure? Yeah. So, oh yeah. When you dream oh, yeah. about it, what do you see? What does um, that look like? The last, I honestly, the last dream I had was just me seeing Errol Spence. That was the last dream I had was me seeing Errol Spence. We weren't 
boxing. We weren't just seeing him. I just I just saw him, and it was mm. it was it was a situation where we were like um, we're in the same room, but a lot like you see now. It was like we were being friendly, but we still wanted to kind of be away from each other, you know. So uh, I definitely I have dreams of having my hand raised. I have dreams of different points in the fight, and but none of that has happened yet. Uh, just a lot of visualization of that so I'm far. Getting, come on, man. Oh, this is gonna be a great fight. Yeah, 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 yeah. This yeah. is uh, this is her. Yeah, oh, 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 all over this again. is gonna be a classic. Oh, yeah. 100. Yeah. Well, anytime you show up, you get our money's worth. Yeah. So we know yeah. we know we're yeah. for a great night. September yeah. 28th at Staples Center. DeMarco Farr and I will be there. You better show up. I'll be there. I'll be there. Y'all better show up and wear a suit. We'll be there. Wear a suit. Wear a suit. Thank you, Sean Porter. Yes, sir. Good stuff, man.